History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its Decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started and it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash justnews. Hello, America. Happy Sunday. So excited to be with you. Today, while we're having our brunch, while we're mowing the lawn, watching a little football, reading the newspaper, reading a good book, I want to take some of the great interviews we did on the television show that Amanda Head and I did on Just the News, Not Noise, adapt them to podcast as we always do on Sunday. No longer the reason to wait. Let's go hear from our great partners, sponsors, and advertisers, and we'll come right back right after these messages. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge your signature on a home sale form. Then he or she refiles as the new owner and bam, your home is not in your name and all of a sudden debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out. 
higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group. Text Just News to 989898 right now. Our first guest today is Senator Ron Johnson from the great state of Wisconsin, and he's kind enough to join us. Senator, great to have you on the show, sir. Well, guys, I hope you're doing well. We are, and we want to get to your race because the polls have you up and a lot of interesting dynamics in Wisconsin. But I want to start with this story we had overnight, the outsourced censorship. Uh, The Homeland Security Department, working with a private consortium of four groups, they go out and target content that affects 22 million tweets, 5,000 websites, 21 news sites, kind of an enemies list. They're censoring things not always uh, on a truth or falsity basis. And then afterward, those same groups get, well, they get money from the Biden administration or the federal government. Your thoughts, you've been worried about this censorship, speaking out about it, investigating it. What do you think of this new revelation? Well, first of all, once again, great reporting on your part, your organization's part. Um, You know, listen, this is troubling. This should trouble every American. It looks like what the federal government is trying to do is skirt the law trying to figure out some way, some way, shape, or form that it can impact and censor Americans, uh, abridge free speech. Uh, I do not want the federal government to be the arbiters of truth. Uh, that would be a terrible thing, but uh, it seems like you know these agencies within uh, DHS, whether it's CISA or the Ministry of Truth, uh, that is exactly what the, the Biden administration is trying to accomplish here. So it should trouble everybody. Uh, we're continuing to look into this. I'm glad that you uh, opened up our eyes to this possibility, but uh, we're going to dig into this because this is troubling. Yeah, that it is. Yes, it, it is. And, Senator, I think for a lot of Americans, when they when they think of the Department of Homeland Security and protecting us from terrorist attacks and, and outside attacks, when they see those sites turning around and focusing on American citizens, I think we all have to wonder what's being sacrificed within that department to protect us from from outside attacks. Is that element of our national security suffering? Yes. I mean, they, they should not be big brother. They should be protecting our homeland against, uh, you know, threats that are coming that are actually real, as opposed to these political threats that uh, uh the divider in chief is always talking about, you know, h- half Americans are not potential domestic terrorists. Half of America is not are not semi fascists. Uh, but that is exactly what uh, the left is pushing on America. And unfortunately, uh, they have the power within the administration to utilize those agencies. Now, we see the partisanship within the Department of Justice. We see the politicization of the FBI. Uh, this is this is a huge concern or should be a huge concern to Americans because the awesome power of government is being used against its very own citizens. Yeah, 
such a great point. Sir, you've been leading the investigation of these FBI whistleblowers. One of them, we had his story on this show last week, is a complaint to the uh, whistleblower, to the Office of Special Counsel, Stephen Friend. You have gone to his uh, defense trying to get him protected. Tell us the latest about these whistleblowers and your efforts to keep them protected while they make protected disclosures to you and the, and the Congress. Well, it sounds like more and more people of integrity, and I think that's the vast majority of people who serve in the FBI and the Department of Justice, and quite honestly, the federal agencies in general. Uh, it's the politicization of the leaders at the top that concerns me. So uh, for, for anybody who wants to restore integrity, integrity to their agencies, they have to come forward. Uh, they have complete protection uh, with Congress. We will protect their anonymity, uh, but we'll give them the, that whistleblower protection, but we, the American public deserves the truth. And so I'm very uh, grateful to, for those individuals that have had the courage to come forward uh, and more and more are coming forward. We're going to learn a lot more. Senator, I want to pivot to your race. We are just, what, 39 days out from midterm elections, and the poll numbers show that you have a substantial lead over your opponent, Mandela Barnes. And we're seeing a trend, it seems like, among Democrats where for the last couple of years they have taken pretty radical stances on some things. John Fetterman in Pennsylvania with uh, releasing second-degree felons. Katie Hobbs has her own issues. Um, and your opponent was a big proponent of defunding the police, but now he is having to do an about-face and walk back on those things. Is that from public pressure in Wisconsin, people uh, opposing that idea now? Well, I think most Americans oppose defunding the police. The vast majority of Americans truly appreciate and are grateful for the service and sacrifice of law enforcement. They realize that that is the prime uh, directive of uh, government. The, the, the primary responsibility is to keep our streets, our neighborhoods, our nation safe. Uh, so, no, it's, it's just I am running against the radical leftist. Uh, by the way, I, I think it's a dead even race. I, I would take nothing for granted. Uh, this is Wisconsin. We're a very divided state. Uh, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to do what uh, President Biden said in his inaugural address to unify and heal this nation. That's what we need to do. A, a divided nation is a weakened nation. And unfortunately, these radical leftists are exacerbating the divide. And so, uh, no, this is Mandela Barnes is, is far too radical, far too extreme for Wisconsin. And I think uh, if there is a shift in the polls, that's probably uh, what's happening. Yeah, and it's interesting, Senator, because you have kept things on the issues. And, and uh, a few months ago, the polls had Barnes up, you down. Democrats poured millions upon millions upon millions of dollars of ads and flyers into your state. But you've just stayed educating the public. This is what Mandela Barnes said. This is what he said. This is what he stands for. This is what I've done, what I've stand for. The fact that the polls have almost, almost certainly moved, everyone shows the polls moving, it kind of shows that voters still care about issues and facts as opposed to glitzy ads and flyers and attack uh, brochures. Is, is that one lesson we might learn from the, the early part of this race? Well, John, let's face it. The Democrats can't uh, defend their, their record. I mean, their policies have had just such disastrous results. The open border, the flood of deadly drugs, 40-year high inflation, record gasoline prices, which they purposely drove higher to force us all into electric vehicles, rising crime. We don't have enough baby formula to feed our infants. So they can't defend their record. So all they have are lies, distortions, character assassination, and the politics of personal destruction. Uh, and it looks like uh, the truth will prevail. Let's hope the truth will prevail, because that's, that's what we have. But the problem is it's not a level playing field. Uh, the, the, the radical left has the media, the bulk of the media on its side. So we, we need to pay to get our truth out. 
Uh, Ron Johns from Senate.com. Uh, we can't let up, but we, we've got to continue to convey the truth. Yeah, so important. Yeah. Senator, we've just got a few minutes left. I wanted to ask you about this uh, recent concerning report that federal agencies are purchasing data. They are tracking Americans through their locational data on their phones. And I know some people would say, well, I'm not doing anything wrong, so it doesn't really matter. But I don't think that's the point, is it? No, again, we read novels in high school about 1984, you know, The Brave New World, Animal Farm. And, you know, these things seem to be coming true in America, and it's, it's very troubling. I, I just met with the, some immigrants from Russia that uh, came in the, in the late 70s. You know, they were able to escape the Soviet Union. And they, they, they are so frightened about what's happening in America because they see uh, kind of a parallel system is starting to occur here in this country, and it frightens them. They, they escaped that. They, they didn't come here to America to have the same thing happen to them. So you know, what, what America represents is, is freedom. And when you have a government continue to increase its power and then use that power and turn that power against its own citizens, uh, that needs to concern every American. Yeah, it does. So we have about 40 seconds left. Real quickly, I spent some time in Wisconsin, got my college degree there, met my wife there. It's one of my favorite places. The people of Wisconsin have their thumb on the pulse of America. What are the two or three issues they tell you are most important? We've got about 30 seconds. Well, again, it's, it's what I listed, you know, the rising uh, uh, inflation, gas prices. But literally, most they are concerned about we're losing this country. We're, this is this is really an election. This is a fight for the heart and soul of America. They recognize that. They are highly concerned about it. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Well, we're uh, we're going to be watching your race and all the work you're doing here in Washington. You haven't let up one bit, even as you campaign. So great to have you on the uh, the show today. Thanks for an update. Take care. All right, folks. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. 
You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Welcome back, everybody. Joining us now is one of the most important voices in both the court of law and the court of public opinion, a voice of reason, a voice of principle, and the author of, I think, my favorite book of the year, The Price of Principle. Why? Because it tells the story of why standing behind your principles, you can be canceled in today's culture. It's insane. He is none other than Alan Dershowitz. Professor Dershowitz, good to have you on the show. Good to be on your show. Thanks. Thanks for joining us by phone. I want to ask you quickly, uh, we've had a lot of stories in the last few days about this whistleblower. Now, it's one whistleblower. It's one set of allegations. We need to check into them. But he lays out a very serious concern that the FBI has weaponized the use of tactical teams, SWAT teams, to go arrest people on misdemeanors and to do other things that he says violate not only the FBI manual, but the constitutional rights of some of these January 6th defendants. When you hear that, what thoughts run through your mind? That we're in a tragic situation today where we find that it's the liberals, the civil libertarians, former ACLU members, who are standing behind these incredibly oppressive mechanisms that the FBI is selectively using and weaponizing this time against Republicans. And the reason I'm so concerned as a liberal Democrat, somebody used to be on the national board of the ACLU, is, of course, once these tactics are accepted and precedents are established, they can be used against anybody. They can be used against you and me. They can be used against the left. They can be used against people in the Democratic administration when the Republicans come to power. That's the way banana republics begin. You know, in a banana republic, if you lose an election, you lose your freedom. And uh, that's a danger that's going on now with efforts to try to criminalize everything that Trump did, everything his associates did. I'm now representing Mike Lindell. He's selling pillows. And yeah, he's making statements which I disagree with, but the idea of tracking him down at a Hardee's and taking his phone away from him, that's not the way it should happen in America. Yeah, so true. And that's why... That's why everyone should go check out your book, The Price of Principle. But I wanted to ask you about something else that I think is observably dangerous. This was something John and I were discussing yesterday. The fact that not only the FBI, but also the DOJ seems to be infected with many more legal political activists than it used to be. Every once in a while you would have one of these folks, but the DOJ... Our legal system surely seems to have a lot of these young activist lawyers. Do you agree? Yes. And what's happening is law schools are turning him out. Colleges are turning him out. And, um, you know, when I taught at law school for 50 years, I never expressed my opinions about anything. Uh, I didn't want to teach my students what to think. I wanted to teach them how to think. And that's no longer happening in law schools. It's no longer happening around the country. And, of course, we're turning out lawyers who are doctrinaire and polemical and ideological. And the current view in law school 
is that Trump and his associates are so bad, and this is so different than anything we've ever experienced before, that the Constitution is not relevant, that we should change the Constitution, abandon the Constitution. People don't know history. They don't know that they said that when we detained 110,000 Japanese Americans. They don't know that people said that when they passed the Alienist Edition Acts, when Lincoln suspended the writ of habeas corpus. It's always been different, but we've always maintained our Constitution. And now I worry that civil libertarians and the guardians, the traditional guardians of the Constitution, the ACLU, are behind these uh, repressive measures, and if not behind them, certainly silent. Yeah, it really is remarkable. I want to talk to you about a tactic that we're learning a lot more about in the law enforcement community. It goes beyond just the politicalization and weaponization of law enforcement. It's a real interesting civil, civil uh, rights issue. Uh, police departments and the FBI have been buying the geolocation data of Americans without a warrant and essentially tracking them to solve cases, to track people that are suspicious. Yes, it happened with January 6th, but it's happened with murder defendants. It's happened with uh, fraud defendants. Uh, the idea that the government could get your data from a, a data broker and track your entire life pattern from your phone without a warrant. Do you have any concerns about where that's headed in uh, America right now? A great concerns. I mean, the only reason we permit private people to track you for business purposes is because we assume that it won't end up in government hands. Uh, if the government wanted to do the same thing, they'd need a warrant. I mean, I mentioned they tracked Mike Lindell. Uh, he was at hunting with his friends, and he was at Hardee's. How do they find him? Did they buy data, or did they have a GPS on him, or did they track his cell phone? Whatever it is, uh, you know, I'm 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 at the opera now, uh, waiting to go in to see opening night of the Metropolitan Opera. I don't want the government to know that. Now they do because I disclosed it on your <laughs> wonderful show. But I don't want the government knowing where I go for my entertainment, who I'm with. I'm with my beautiful, fantastic wife. But what if I weren't? I mean, you know, or what if somebody else weren't? It's just too much Big Brother. And the connections now between private industry and the government is becoming one of the great issues of the 21st century. Uh, Google and Facebook and uh, whether or not Google and Facebook have to take instructions from the government. You know, I'm a big supporter of vaccinations for, for COVID, but I'm not a big supporter of the government telling Facebook that they have to ban people who have different points of view. I mean, the greatness of America has always been different points of view, nuance, calibration, complexity. That's what democracy should be about, not single-minded solutions. People are so sure they know the truth today that they don't think dissent is necessary or due process is necessary. And that's the death of democracy. Yeah, and Alan, another arena where we are seeing a very uh, uncomfortably close tie between the DOJ and now social media, we, uh, we had the FBI whistleblower's attorney on yesterday, Jason Foster, and we were talking to him about um, the Steve Guest's wife whose Facebook page was taken down. Now, she right. doesn't post anything publicly. It's just her messages. So we've got this situation now. I mean, we are creeping so close to what you were talking about, Big Brother. Does it get worse before it gets better, or do you think the pendulum is finally going to swing? I hope the pendulum will swing. I think this Supreme Court, by the way, both the liberals and the conservatives, because this is not a liberal conservative issue. This is an issue of civil liberties that ought to be equally applicable to all I think this court may put an end to it. 
um, it's putting an end to a lot of excesses and extremes like, you know, racial um, affirmative action and some other things. I think that it, it certainly has to deal with the issue of the relationship between government and private social media, which is so dominant today in the world. Does the First Amendment apply to Google exactly in the same way it applies to the New York Times? These are hard, hard questions, and I think this court is going to have to deal with them sooner or later. Yeah, and Alan, uh, we got about a couple minutes left. I want to ask this. Uh, while the ACLU and some of the traditional civil libertarians have kind of stepped out of the debate, in some cases they're sanctioning the current approach that we're taking, yeah. there's a whole new generation of civil libertarians coming up through FIRE and other things. In a funny way, yeah. there's a rejuvenation of the civil liberties movement, but under different banners and under different circumstances. Why is that important, and what can we do to foster that conversation? I completely agree. FIRE has become a really important organization. It's picked up from the ACLU. The ACLU doesn't dare to go on campuses and, and defend conservative students and uh, speak out against uh, censorship by, by the left on college campus. And FIRE has picked that up. And it's been so successful on college campuses that it's now uh, extended itself. And it's taken over a lot of what the ACLU used to do. Um, you know, the... The irony is that conservatives uh, today, genuine conservatives, I'm not talking about the crazies on the right, the neo-Nazis and the fascists, real genuine conservatives, the Bill Buckley conservatives, the John Solomon conservatives, these are people who today are taking over the responsibility for defending civil liberties from what used to be liberals and, uh, and the Democrats and leftists and members of the ACLU. It's a very important development. It's pretty remarkable. We've got about 30 seconds left. You have a 51st book coming out. It's amazing. Tell us what your topic's going to be. <laughs> well, the 51st book is called, uh, or will, we don't know the title yet, Who Shall Live and Who Shall Die? Today is Rosh Hashanah, and we say that prayer every day right. uh, on Rosh Hashanah, Who Shall Live and Who Shall Die? But the book's about how the law deals with death and life decisions. Wow. Ranging from abortion to wars to gun control to capital punishment uh, to assisted suicide, anything dealing with death and life. I put them all together that is in, a, in, a, in a little book. Yeah. Can't wait to read that. All right, Alan, thanks so much. We're ahead of a commercial break. Great to have you on, folks. We'll be back. Folks, Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store, Factor makes it easy. As they are flexible to your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. 
Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook a, a vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick. House Nutrition, and, of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. Welcome back, America. I'm proud to say that my home state, the great Commonwealth of Virginia, is Ground zero for the parents' rights movement in America. We saw that with Governor Glenn Youngkin's extraordinary victory last year. And right now, our next guest is in the forefront of leading that charge to return power back to parents. She is the 26th superintendent of public instruction in Virginia. Jillian Bailow, superintendent, great to have you on. Hey, thanks for having me on, John, Amanda. Uh, so, Superintendent, we've seen some protests today in Loudoun County, just a little bit away from my home. Uh, but there's a great misnomer about this. A lot of people think that the policies that are being protested uh, or have been reversed were in all the school districts. But my understanding is most of the school districts, they never implemented these policies in the first place. Am I right about that? Yeah, as as we understand, about 10 percent of the school divisions across the Commonwealth implemented the previous um, guidelines that, that were provided by the previous administration. And so that leaves about 90 percent of the school divisions that um, use their own or a, a varied version of um, of another policy. These these school transgender policies, I mean, this is something that I feel like nobody was really having conversations about 10, 15, 20 years ago. For people like you and policymakers, people who are intimately involved in education and curriculum, how difficult is it to navigate that? I would imagine that's probably one of the hardest things you've done with your tenure in education. 
Yeah, so that's, first of all, a a great question. And oftentimes, um, reporters, journalists, parents, lots of folks ask, what's the most important issue in education? And the answer is pretty simple. Every issue is important in education. And um, today, this is really important in education, and we must address it. Um, Almost every issue in in education also is does not have a black or white yes or no answer. Um, It's complicated. It's um, it's gray-ish most days, and this is no exception. So we'll continue navigating through it together. But really, the the guidelines, the the 2022 uh, policies, uh, really boil down to two things. Number one, making sure that we protect and respect the dignity of students, um, all students. We want schools that are free from discrimination, from intolerance, from bullying, and from harassment. And schools uh, have have an obligation, a legal obligation to address any instances of of discrimination or harassment or bullying immediately. And that is um, that includes every single student. The second part of the policies is really centered around parents and parents being the primary decision makers and um, the, the, the primary adults who are involved in students' lives, not schools, not the state. Yeah, such an important concept. I want to ask a little bit, in the last segment, we had the great law professor, Alan Dershowitz, on, and he said one of the concerns he has about education, top to bottom, is educators have moved from teaching children how to think to what to think, and that's been the real indoctrination point in education. What is Virginia doing to make sure those things don't happen, that kids are learning how to, how to learn, how to think, but not what to think? Well, first of all, the mention of Alan Dershowitz just uh, has me a little starstruck, and those are big shoes to fill. So I'm, uh, I, I hope I'm worthy. Uh, the second thing is we heard Governor Yunkin uh, on the campaign trail uh, over the course of the last year, and since he got into office in um, January, talk about the very same thing. We want students to learn the history of America. We want them to learn about life, the good and the bad, but we want to teach them in a way that teaches them how. How to think, not what to think, and um, and that's that's vitally important. Now, these model policies don't touch on classroom instruction or curriculum or standards. They're really, again, more about the dignity and protection of every student in school. Yeah, I mean, we we all I think grew up in a time when when you went to college, you were faced with opposing ideas, and that was kind of the point of college. But it doesn't seem like that. Uh, that's what they want to create as far as the culture on college campuses these days. I wanted to ask you about these 2022 model policies because one of the things that you address uh, very directly is is privacy and. I think for a lot of people, when they hear student privacy, there are concerns because we have been hearing so many stories lately about students who uh, may or may not have ever even expressed any curiosity about another gender or gender fluidity, and then they go to a school counselor, and then the school counselor says, don't say anything to your parents. We're going to address this here at school. With respect to privacy within that 2022 model policies, um, what do you mean there? What what all is entailed there? Yeah, so a couple of things. And um, number one is that um, oftentimes issues like this and many other issues that teenagers go through um, are, are some of the most difficult decisions and times that, that they go through in their entire lives. We want to make sure that, that this is a yes and response, right? We want um, we want there to be a nice support system at school and in, in the community with the different resources that are available. But those decisions and those difficult conversations really should happen first and foremost 
in the home. And so as soon as the school or the state enters the picture and says, don't tell your parents, um, we want there to be a really good reason for that, such as the student is going to be harmed or abused. Um, we've had safeguards that are, you know, in law for years. We've reiterated those in this policy. If a student is going to be harmed or abused as a result of informing parents, then there's a different protocol to follow. But I have yet to meet a parent who doesn't want to be part of that major decision and other major decisions in their, in their child's lives. And we should give them that option and provide support for um, students as they navigate, as students and families as they navigate through some of these difficult times. The other, um, the other safeguard, I guess that, uh, I, I don't know if it's a safeguard. Well, it is a safeguard, but it's also a law that's been on the books for years and that we've reiterated in this guidance is, um, is that if there is cause, a legitimate cause for concern, or excuse me, that, um, that a school, an educator is a mandatory reporter if they suspect abuse or neglect is taking place at home. So that means that um, that if there is, is an inherent risk um, to the student and, and that's being acted out at home, that we want to make sure that, um, that, that that's addressed and that that's reported. That's been on the books for years and schools are mandatory reporters for that. The third thing is, uh, and, and I believe that 36 times in the model policy, the word bullying appears. We want every single student protected from harassment, discrimination, bullying, and tolerance. We expect every single educator and every single school to immediately and swiftly deal with instances of harassment, discrimination, bullying, or intolerance. And so that is, you know, that is inherent in the policies. And and that protects the privacy and safety of all students. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. He is a great congressman from the state of Arizona, Andy Biggs. Congressman, great to have you back on the show. Thanks, John. Good to see you and Amanda. 
Great to have you on, sir. I want to start with uh, the latest revelations about this agent, Stephen Friend. He says that they were weaponizing the use of uh, uh, SWAT teams to go after January 6th defendants for shock and awe, even though they were charged with just misdemeanors. Very concerned, he says, about the uh, security implications of hauling out that hardware, creating a hard entry into a home for a misdemeanor offense. When you hear that, after all the other things you now have ascertained about the FBI, what first comes to mind? Well, just a, a recurring theme of abuse of power uh, for political purposes. I mean, to go, take a SWAT team to a misdemeanor is, is absolutely ridiculous. Um, Misdemeanors, just so people understand what a misdemeanor is, a misdemeanor would be like someone with a simple trespass. Um, even some DUIs are, are, are misdemeanors or a shoplifting or something like that. And that's what you have here. And you're going out with these massive SWAT teams to intimidate not, not just the specific, but the general. So you're intimidating the specific individual who, who you want to bring uh, under arrest who, for a misdemeanor, for Pete's sakes. But you also want to cower, cause everybody else that's looking to generally be afraid to speak out, to participate, um, and, and cross the line. That's, that is not the way you use a SWAT team. A SWAT team is meant for a very tactical situation that you don't have in these misdemeanors. So I, John, Amanda, this is just a recurring theme of abuse of power of by the FBI, DOJ, and the federal police apparatus. It's amazing. Yeah, and it's it's a scary message that I feel like they uh, are trying to send. I want to shift over to border topics. Uh, breaking news: You are one of those folks uh, in Arizona, but especially representing your state on Capitol Hill, who is a border hark. And I know that the people of your state appreciate that. Talk to us about this new documentary, uh, Alien Invasion, and how it highlights what's happening at the border. And also, uh, renews calls to impeach DHS Secretary Mayorkas. Yeah, I appreciate you bringing that up. So uh, I've been down to the border so many times. I've taken so many members of Congress. And when they get down to the border, uh, it changes their very attitude about what they think uh, they knew about the border. And they become very intent uh, they're converts. And that's what we're trying to do so people can really see the truth. The left stream media doesn't show it. You guys show it. The others on uh, the right show it. But uh, we decided to take uh, and, and put this documentary together of what we saw happening and what we continue to see happening so that anybody would have the opportunity to see it. So we're going to premiere that this Thursday uh, in Washington, D.C. And then after that, it will be available for free on, on uh, my, my congressional website because we want the world to see what's happening because it's a danger to you. And Amanda, in L.A., you, you know this uh, as well. And it, it, now even in Washington, D.C., you're seeing the impacts of this. A million fentanyl pills seized just the other day in, in Phoenix. A million fentanyl pills, 40%, according to DEA, going to have uh, uh, basically a, a fatal dose of fentanyl in it. And that's just the beginning of, of the disaster that we see because of Joe Biden, but particularly Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, who's supposed to be in charge of the border. Yeah. And do you think a gr I mean, obviously, people in the border states want Mayorkas out. Do you think now, as the crisis from the border has spread to every state in the form of fentanyl, sex trafficking, child trafficking, that there are enough uh, Republicans and perhaps even some Democrats willing to vote for impeachment of the Homeland Security Secretary? Yeah, I think I think you'd get a unanimous verdict out of the Republicans 
Uh, I can only think of a couple of Democrats that might be inclined to vote for an impeachment. Um, and they would be receive so much pressure from Speaker Pelosi. That's why this has to take place in January when uh, we have a new speaker. Yeah, so important. Yeah. yeah, Congressman, I wanted to ask you specifically about the fentanyl issue because I think for a lot of us, we witnessed during the opioid crisis a lot of callousness from a certain sector of American society because they would look at the opioid crisis and say, oh, well, you know, these people are drug addicts. Uh, they, you know, they shouldn't have been taking those pills to begin with. And, and I, I see that pervasive attitude a little bit coming forth with fentanyl. But a story John and I were talking about two or three weeks ago, a school supervisor in California who caught a student with a bottle of it, just opened the jar and smelled it and ended up in the hospital. How, how do we get more people to, to not be calloused against this and to look at, look at it with broad eyes and a broad perspective and realize that this affects everybody? It's not just drug addicts and people who are, are closely related to it or people who are at the border. Well, we have to keep uh, uh, the discussion going because what's happening, and you're exactly right, Amanda and John, it, it, what happens here is you might think that you're taking a, a, a Percocet or something like that, uh, and, and it's, it's not. It's going to be a counterfeit pill that has a lethal dose of fentanyl. We've, had, we've seen people that have actually tried to help individuals who are having uh, an overdose, and they wanted to get up there, and they have died just by ingesting the fentanyl dust on that individual. So you you really have to understand how deadly fentanyl is. It just takes just a few grains actually to kill somebody. And um, you don't have to be a drug addict. You don't have to be uh, uh, some, you know, ne'er-do-well. You can be a, a good Samaritan. You can be, as we, in this case, a school administrator. You can be somebody just comes in contact with with a fentanyl pill or fentanyl powder, and it, it can be very deadly to you. Yeah, such an amazing uh, tragedy. And I heard from an officer today, there was a woman that went to a hotel room. Apparently a pill was left on the ground. She picked it up just to clean up the hotel room and was instantly poisoned and, and sick and had to be you know, get an emergency injection in a hotel room. It's just insane. Uh, one of the things, Congressman, that I know you work on, you not only highlight the problem at the border, you're trying to create constructive solutions. You've got new introduced, uh, you've introduced new legislation to end catch and release. Tell us why that's so important. Well, uh, the catch and release program is really an incentive for people to come into the country. So um, what it means is you come into the country, uh, you surrender, and that's what most people do today. Um, we, we take them into custody. And what happens is they then go ahead and say, look, you know, uh, I want asylum. And so we will then release them into the country. We've caught them. Now we're releasing them. And, and the current date for a court case on an asylum claim is 86 months. That's seven years. That means that you're going to release somebody in for seven years. You will never see them again. And those who we do uh, encounter that do come back or that we find, uh, 90 percent plus have bogus asylum claims. And so uh, we, we've got to stop that incentive to come. So that's that's what ha that's what's happening now to people all over the world that want to come into the country. They know that if they, they can come over, they could just say, hey, I want asylum. And you're going to be released into the interior of the United States and probably never be heard from, never hear from authorities again. 
rule of law is non-existent at the border right now, unfortunately. I wanted to close off with something very quickly. We've got about a minute left. I wanted to ask you about this abortion law. An Arizona judge lifted that injunction, uh, basically lifting the abortion, or excuse me, lifting the, um, the abortion law. I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Does it reflect the sentiment of voters of Arizona? Well, it's an old law, I mean, for sure, because, I mean, even the injunction was issued in the early 70s due to Roe v. Wade. So that got lifted, and the previous law goes back in place. That law's a, an old law, and it provides only an exception for the life of the mother. So uh, whether that is reflective of Arizona or not, we'll find out, because um, in the next legislative session, the state legislature is going to take that up, and they'll have to take that up. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back. We very briefly put Biden and Harris's mental fitness on notice. Joining us now is Amber Athey, the editor of The Spectator, who will help us break down all of these questionable behaviors. Amber, great to see you tonight. Thanks for coming back on the show. Thank you both for having me. Amber, maybe we're not giving him enough credit. Maybe he has the sixth sense and he can talk to the dead. Maybe her spirit was in there with them. She showed oh, up yes, to take maybe. credit for the bill. <laughs> Right. Joe Biden is uh, the new Bruce Willis, apparently. <laughs> uh, obviously, the simpler explanation is that this is the latest in a long pattern of President Joe Biden becoming very confused. I mean, just today when he was at, um, I believe it was the either the FEMA headquarters or the NEA headquarters, after he gave his remarks, he started oddly wandering around the room and his aides were sort of following along, trying to figure out exactly where he was going. And no one <laughs> really seemed to know what was going on. And then uh, a couple of weeks ago, he shook uh, Senator Chuck Schumer's hand and then promptly forgot he had shaken his hand and had to go and try to do it again. So unfortunately, these are the types of things that happen all the time. If it were a one-off gaffe, I think it would be easier for the media, for the American people to let this go and ignore. But because it happens over and over and over again, it's obvious that there's a problem. Yeah, it is. And listen, the media spent most of 2020 allowing Joe Biden to campaign from his basement most days. So we didn't get that sort of interaction, that vetting that we would normally get of a fully campaigning president. Uh, now we're beginning to see these sort of signs. And listen, we don't know what it is, but there's definitely something wrong. But the much younger vice president, Kamala Harris, well, she finally went to a board. It wasn't our border. She went to the DMZ in South Korea. Uh, but she had a pretty tough moment, too, and this wasn't even a teleprompter problem. Check out this clip. So the United States 
shares a very important relationship, which is an alliance with the Republic of North Korea. And it is an alliance that is strong and enduring. Well, I know the Democrats used to like to say Donald Trump was a little too close to North Korea, but now the Biden administration is embracing him for a long-term alliance. What is up with this? Man, the entire Biden administration, including the press secretary, Corrine Jean-Pierre, are just communication bozos. They can't string a sentence together. They're constantly throwing out the wrong words. Biden is just constantly confused. Kamala Harris is sort of infamous at this point for defining words with they're like a self-definition. The banks, community banks are banks that are in the community and things of that nature. And I want to go back to a second for your point about uh, Biden being stuck in the basement for most of his campaign. I did uh, some accounting of the hours that he actually spent on the campaign trail back when he was calling lids at 12, one o'clock in the afternoon and discovered for an entire month, he basically worked less than 40 hours a week while campaigning. And that is uh, not only unacceptable for someone who's in a normal working job, but for someone who is preparing to be president, where you're expected to work basically all day long and maybe get four hours of sleep. It was just unbelievable. Yeah, that's a great yeah. fact. I hadn't I, heard that before. That's amazing. Yeah. Me neither. I know of another president who, if he could have crammed 40 hours of work into 24 hours, he would have done that for sure. I wanted to ask you about, uh, you know, I, I remember during the campaign and even now as president, Members of President Biden's party will explain things away. And you see Karine Jean-Pierre uh, from the press podium trying to make excuses. And they say, oh, that's just old Joe. That's just crazy Uncle Joe. Does the rest of the world take it that lightly when they see it? No, I don't think so. And I think, you know, that's the reason why the media has seen their trust plummet completely. I mean, frankly, the media is about as trusted as Congress at this point by the American people. Excuse me. And um it's it's uh, very clear, I think, that their narratives are being busted on a constant basis, and not even just by independent media or conservative media, but by reality, right? Anybody with two eyes and two ears, and actually probably one or the other, can see exactly what's going on in the Biden administration. <laughs> when Karine Jean-Pierre was asked today about uh, the president forgetting that Congressman Walorski had passed away, she kept saying saying uh, Congresswoman Walorski was on the top of his mind, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> and it was pretty clear that she didn't have a real explanation. So that was the best that she could come up with. Yeah, listen, I think you're right. There is a, a factor in American politics. If you can see it with your eyes, you're going to believe it. And I don't think this story can be swept under. And yesterday I saw for the first time some uh, disingenuous um, uh, disbelief of what uh, the White right House press secretary was saying. Do you think reporters realize now the game's over, they got to stop it, and maybe they start covering this a little bit more seriously? I think some of them do. I mean, that was really the impetus for CNN switching out its leadership. But the question is, even if they do take it seriously, do they get it? And I don't think that they get it. I mean, CNN should have fired Don Lemon. Instead, they moved him into a morning show where he's continuing his woke nonsense. Um, so they understand that they're not trusted. They understand that something needs to change, but they're still too wrapped up in their own bubble to know exactly what kind of change has to happen and what it is the American people are hungry for, which is objectivity. 
Amber, I wanted to shift to the vice president, Kamala Harris. She has had gaffes of her own, um, and we've all seen the polling as far as her as the preference for the DNC ticket in 2024. What, what's your take on her and her, her mental acumen and aptitude and fitness? I don't know that she's, uh, you know, mentally uh, struggling the way that Biden is. I think she's just not very bright, right? There's a difference between someone's mental health degrading and someone who clearly is just unprepared and unqualified for the job. Um, when there was some reporting a couple of months ago about staffers leaving uh, the uh, vice president's office and why they were uh, fleeing in droves, a lot of them said that they were basically covering for someone who refused to do the work. They would give her brie uh, briefing materials and she wouldn't read them and then would turn around and blame her staff. Uh, so she's completely just unqualified for the office. Yeah, and with respect to President Biden, the press secretary saying that the uh, calling out of a past congresswoman, it wasn't uh, an unusual scenario. I don't think that came across the way that she expected it to or wanted it to. But Amber Athey, editor of The Spectator and host of the podcast, Unfit to Print, thank you so much for being with us. And we will be right back. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition, the Sunday edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News. I'm so glad we could take the best interviews from our television show, Just the News, Not Noise, that Amanda Head and I do, and adapt them so you can hear them on this podcast, but tailor-made for the listening experience. Thank you for listening. Thank you for reading Just the News. Thank you for watching Just the News, Not Noise. We are forever grateful for your support, and I'll tell you, We'll be back on Monday and do this all over again with a new edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News tomorrow. Until then, God bless you. Have a great rest of your weekend. We'll be back tomorrow. Good night. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with 
with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends, who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 98 98 right now. 